With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A jewel in the crown. Let's step into the ring. Welcome to In This Ring, the greatest wrestling podcast in the history of the universe. And now, Joe Pizzapia. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to In This Ring, the greatest wrestling podcast in the history of the universe. It's you, and it's me, and we're talking all things wrestling here on the In This League podcast network. Make sure you subscribe to In This Ring wherever you get your pods, and of course, follow us on the Twitter machine at In This Ring at Joe Pizzapia17, and join that ITL army over on Patreon as well. We're part of the In This League podcast network, after all. Support my boys, Bogman and the Welsh. And this week, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got Crown Jewel. We've got AEW bringing in some old hands. And oh my goodness, not necessarily the best ones either to talk about. We'll get to that. We'll get to the what a difference a week makes when it comes to Austin Theory. We're heading towards Survivor Series. And could we get a Stone Cold Steve Austin return at WrestleMania? It seems like it's in the works. It seems like it's possible. But let's start with the good things. Because I want to start at the top of the board the crowning jewel, if you will, of Crown Jewel, which was, you know, as Crown Jewel goes, Crown Jewel has been one of these premium live events that have been, let's be honest, they've been glorified house shows, which have been fun. House shows with great production value. Sure. Why not? I'm game. I like wrestling. You like wrestling. Let's watch it. But this one really did get better as it went. I thought this was a... um, and the main event where I had a higher threshold, I think, than most people going in with the whole Logan Paul stuff going back to WrestleMania. Because I thought he had a lot of personality and a lot to offer there, potentially. It was all about how he would work in the ring. It's really hard sometimes. And I know this because I did it for 20 years of my life. It's hard to teach someone who's trained to hit somebody to not hit somebody and to not hurt them. It's really hard. I always said in my years as a fight choreographer and fight director, I would always rather have had a dancer than a fighter because a dancer can understand choreography and where to be in the right place. Give me a dancer. I can teach them all day. Give me a Muay Thai boxer. Give me a boxing person. Give me an MMA person. It's harder. It's just harder there. It's not that they're not athletic. It's that they have to, you have to unlearn everything. Now with Logan Paul, he was great out of the gate and he's only getting better. And I, a lot of people were still skeptical. Oh, it's so stupid. We're going to have Logan Paul and Roman Reigns. We're not going to drop the belt. Everybody knew he wasn't going to drop the belt. That wasn't the point. The point is, can you give me something that I'm enjoying? And the best part of this was I didn't watch it live because I was busy on Saturday. So I was waiting for my kids to get back on Sunday. We watched it together. And I saw it was about a half hour left. And I thought, geez, that's a long time to go for a Logan Paul match. I don't know if he's ready for this. And boy, oh boy, was he. If you haven't seen this, I encourage you to go back and watch it. It is fantastic. It's entertaining. The athleticism is there. The charisma, the stuff you can't teach, Logan Paul's got, and the stuff you can teach, that dude is picking up at an alarmingly fast rate. He did as good a buckshot lariat as Hangman Adam Page. He did a frog splash 
as good as Montez Ford, just about. The creativity was there. Uh, look, Roman Reigns is a pro's pro, so it certainly hurt, helps to work with guys like that. Just like when he was working with, you know, guys like Miz. And you're in the ring with these people, things are going to go well for you. Because you have people who know what they're doing, who really know what they're doing. But still, this was great. I know some people thought that it lost a little steam when you had the Usos come in and his brother come in. His brother, Jake Paul, by the way, has zero acumen for this, I'm telling you right now. Does not have the same personality. The, the punches he threw were terrible. Logan Paul is a star. Now, the downside is it looks like he got hurt here. We're still waiting to find out what the extent is. It's some said MCL, NACL. I don't know. I don't remember hearing anything about it since. But I'm telling you right now, if he's out for a year, then next year at the Royal Rumble, I want to see Logan Paul show up. I mean, this dude is box office. He's good. He is really good. He is bet. I would rather watch Logan Paul than, and I, this is not a hot take. This is not me trying to insult anybody. It's just a fact. It's an opinion of mine and a fact. I would rather watch... I would rather watch Logan Paul than 70% of the AEW roster in a match. About 70% of them. Not all of them, but about 70%. And that's just a fact. It's my opinion, but it's true. Okay? It's a true opinion, and I guess it becomes... A fact because it's my opinion, so I guess it's factual. Ha ha ha. So there you go. Opinions and facts crossing over. But no, but look, I mean, I understand it's my opinion, but if you think otherwise, then you haven't been watching enough AEW. Or you're watching it with rose-colored glasses. Because Logan Paul Roman Reigns was great. Of course he didn't win. The finish was good. The frog splash off the top when he's, you know, going to Instagram live at the same time. That was just great. It's just fun. I mean, he he's making viral moments. That that moment got like 50 million views or something crazy like that. It's absurd. He creates moments. He knows how to cut a promo. He, everything he does looks good in the ring. It looks like it hurts. He's got purpose. He has aggressive intent, which is something that, my goodness, a lot of people could learn a little bit from Logan Paul about aggressive intent. And it makes a difference because you believe it. And Roman Reigns did a great job of, of carrying him through. He did a great job of selling Logan Paul's offense. This is great. I'm not saying it's match of the year. But I'll tell you what, it should be in the nominee list. <laughs> it was really great. Uh, you also had Raw Women's Champion, Last Women's Standing Match, Bianca Belair defeating Bailey. This was fun. Um, a couple spots where it looked like it hurt. You know, it's funny. The spot on the chair where, you know, it looked like Bailey came down weird. I'd watched it a second time and it seemed like she was trying to reposition the chair on the way down. And it kind of, you know, sometimes when something's not in the right place, you're trying to, to fix it. And you can't really fix it on the fly. There's a couple of things, a couple of stiff moments here for Bailey um, getting rocked a little bit here. But overall, it was entertaining. The golf cart thing, I enjoy. I know some people don't, but it was fun. Uh, the Usos versus Ridge Holland and Butch. Butch is great. Usos retain. This was good. Damage control versus Alexa Bliss and Asuka. This was weird because they won the titles back. So why the hell do we hotshot the title back in the first place? I don't understand. We could have still done this match. It could have still been tag team champions. Taking it off of them for a night. And then three days later, giving it back to them made no sense to me. Uh, Drew McIntyre carrying cross was snooze fest, but I heard Drew was not well on the plane ride over. I guess he was ill. So kudos to Drew McIntyre for going out there and putting on a good show regardless. As I always say, carrying cross is uh, an entrance and a promo. He's not a great in-ring worker. So he really needs to be with somebody really good and... If Drew McIntyre wasn't 100%, then this is going to be a tough sell. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Because he had two 
big boy matches. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, which kicked things off, which I didn't hate. I thought it was good. It was supposed to be wham, bam, big boys hitting each other. Okay. Lashley's been good. He's been entertaining. Brock's been terrific. And then Braun Strowman and Omos, which I thought was going to be absolutely terrible. They went old school big man match too, and it was pretty good. And of course, Braun Strowman afterwards, of course, had to go insult, you know, the flippy floppers, whatever the hell stupid thing he said. And then everyone crushed him on Twitter and his own company and people in AEW crushed him and said, you know, the flippy floppers who bag groceries at Kroger and Chris Jericho says, I used to bag groceries. And this person says, hey, flippy dippy, like I'm, you know, people were paying money to see me. Look, here's the thing with Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman could be a very sympathetic character. If you watch the stuff about Braun, you know, he was a kid who was picked on because he was bigger and he was chubby and all this stuff. And now he's made himself into something. And then you say, okay, you're this guy who was bullied and all this stuff. And now look, you're the big guy and all this stuff. It's kind of an easy thing to get behind. And then he says stupid crap all the time like this. Just go out there and say, hey, two big boys had a big banger of a match and just move on. You don't have to insult other people. And this is the problem. It's like, well, did you learn nothing from the people who used to insult you? And this is why you can never be a sympathetic character. Like, I'm just, this is why Braun Strowman, at the end of the day, when Braun Strowman was red hot, WWE did not put the belt on him. There was a reason why, and now we know why, is because he's a bit of a hammerhead. So, there you go. Then the Judgment Day with the OC, that was also a very good match. So, all in all, this was a, look, it was a B-minus pay-per-view, or premium live event, whatever the hell we're going to call it. But because the last match was so good, I'm going to give it a B plus. Like that's how good it, it dragged. It, it could drag this all the way to an A minus. Cause I like that Logan Paul match. So screw it. You know what? It's an A minus. It's an A minus. I loved Logan Paul and Roman Reigns. It was fantastic. And that was good enough for me. C is for cookie. It's good enough for me. Let's go. Now let's fast forward to raw because a lot of things were going on there in the last two weeks. Austin theory cashes in his money in the bank and everybody goes nuts on the internet. All the marks go nuts. And I understand why. Cause they said, well, it was an open challenge. So why are you using your money in the bank? That's fair. They'd say, why are you using money in the bank for a non title match? Like a, like a, you know, world championship match. That's fair. But I think the thing with Austin theory is he's looked at as everybody in the business. Everybody who has eyes knows this guy is a star. He's a fantastic worker. He lives, sleeps, breathes wrestling. If you get a chance go watch that documentary, the wrestlers, one of the episodes he's highlighted in when he was back working the Indies, when he's working evolve and a couple other places, man, this kid loves the business. Like he is just, this is it. This is his world, his dream, everything. And he's fantastic, but his character is kind of coming off as a bit of a joke. So it's hard to take him seriously. Right. And I don't know why people don't trust the process when it comes to triple H. Cause he hasn't let us down. He didn't let us down a black and gold NXT. And he hasn't let us down so far. Well, exception of a couple of weird things like hot shotting the women's tag belts. But then again, nothing else is new there with that. Everything's been good for the most part. The Austin Theory thing, people were freaking, oh, they're down on Austin Theory. Austin Theory's done, blah, blah, blah. No, they're not. They immediately reset. And this was brilliant because this week on Raw, you got angry Austin Theory. You got Austin Theory explaining, I've tried to cash in on Roman Reigns. I keep getting my butt kicked. There's too many of them. I figured I would just go for Seth Rollins instead. Make a statement. Okay, that works. I like that. Angry Austin Theory. Then who do you do? You put him in a match with Dolph Ziggler, who can make anybody look like a million bucks, let alone a guy who already is a million bucks look like two million bucks. And he goes out there and he beats the pants off of Dolph Ziggler. And Dolph Ziggler, credit to him, makes Austin Theory look like a rock star. 
And then the match goes out of control and Austin Theory goes out of control. And all of a sudden we're seeing a new layer of Austin Theory and everybody's like, ooh, this is intriguing. Yes. He was goofy in the way in NXT. He was kind of goofy on the main roster as the chosen one. Just like the way John Cena was kind of goofy when he first came up too. Eventually, you know, you shed kind of the gimmicky nonsense and you get to the core and all of a sudden some interesting stuff going on here. Austin Theory's fantastic. I'll watch Austin Theory wrestle anybody. The guy's phenomenal. And he's a main event young talent. Outside of MJF, I don't know if there's anybody younger, better than Austin Theory. And Austin Theory's a better worker than MJF. But nobody in wrestling, I don't think right now, is a better promo than MJF. So they each have their own merits. But this was this was great. You've reset, you've rebooted him. You took away the money in the bank thing. Whatever, it's done, it's over. And in one week, everyone went from, oh, this is the dumbest thing ever to, oh, wow, this is really cool. Duh. Stop being prisoners of the moment. My God, get over it. Some other good things, too. You know, we're pushing towards Survivor Series, which we'll preview soon. We're getting closer and closer to that. Uh, that should be very entertaining. Uh, I love war games. Big fan of war games. Always will be. I like that Seth Rollins is now United States champion again. This is a good thing to put the belt back on him. I like this. Uh, Sami Zayn continues to grow in legend on a weekly basis. So the state of the union, you know, you get the Viking Raiders returning. I'm not a Sarah Logan fan. Viking Raiders. It's weird because Eric does not look like he's in the same shape that he was before he left. So hope he uh, gets himself ready to go a little bit there. But I love the Viking Raiders. Phenomenal presence. They're calling themselves Valhalla now, which I like. That's good. It's a better name anyway. So let's go. Fresh, uh, fresh, uh, Paint a coat, as my old friend Nate Bush would say, on some people. It's been very good. Raw, SmackDown, all very good. And we're also working towards Bray Wyatt and LA Knight. Now, I didn't see that coming, but you know what? I like it. Because if there's one person who could talk with Bray Wyatt, it's LA Knight. I think it's a great idea. I think it could not get two more polar opposite dudes. And I think it could be super fun. I'm here for it. I'm ready. I like where this is all going. It's really good. And I think this buildup of what we're getting with Sami Zayn, I know some people are like, oh, we want Sami Zayn to be the champ. Sami Zayn's not going to be champ. But you're going to need the Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns match to turn Roman back into the super heel. Because right now, we all love Roman Reigns. We do. You know? He's great. Bloodline's great. It's the best part of wrestling. Period. End of story. He's had a Bruno San Martino-esque run with this belt, and it's unbelievable. And I never thought we would do anything like this in modern-day wrestling. And you know what? WWE proved a point. They knew he was always the guy. They put the strap on the guy. They tried many ways to shove him down the throat. They turned him heel. They let him be him. And my goodness, this is all just kind of flown so well. But when he beats Sami Zayn, and then Sami Zayn gets kicked out of the bloodline, that will create the anger, and we'll be ready to take that belt off him at WrestleMania and give him a break and do some other things, which will be fun. So a little break from WWE. Let's talk about AEW, because Full Gear is inching ever closer, right? We're getting inching ever closer to that. And before we get to that, we have to talk about the journey. So two weeks ago, you know, Chris Jericho is on his, on his jobber tour of ring of honor champions to job them all out to, uh, I don't know why, like member berries of, Hey, remember this champ, remember this champ. And I know on the Cornette podcast, they made a joke about, wouldn't it be funny if it was cold cabana and guess what? It was cold cabana. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In a perfect, you know, the last time I was here on the show, I said very clearly, if Tony Khan had any salt, if Tony Khan had any real cojones, he would tell everybody, grow up, be men, let's go make money off this. And he would run a program with CM Punk, he would keep him in the company, and he would go and put them in the elite in something with FTR, and it would be the hottest thing in wrestling. It would be phenomenal for wrestling and phenomenal for AEW. It would give AEW something that people were really into. Instead, it looks like the rumors continue that he's just going to get bought out, they're trying to negotiate this. And I think this whole Cole Cabana thing was a, is a perfect kind of middle finger to CM Punk. And it's unfortunate. And the ratings proved it out. Nobody cares. The ratings consistently start lower and go lower. If you look at the ratings for AEW, it's not going to the right place. It sucks because they've, they have blown more opportunities with Brian Danielson, with Wardlow, with all these things that were red freaking hot. And it's just amazing to me that they could take something red hot that's right there and the crowd's into it and just book it into oblivion. FTR. I mean, God, I'm so sick of seeing FTR in eight-man tag matches and this six-man tag matches. Like, I, oh, it's so frustrating. I don't want to see Colt Cabana versus Chris Jericho. And look, Colt Cabana went out there and tried to give it his all. And I'm not knocking Colt Cabana, but I, that is not, like, the match. This is so short-sighted. This is so, like, let's get personal instead of what's the best for business. And that's going to be the undoing of this company, I'm telling you. And the other weird part is you got a return, or I should say debut, of Jeff Jarrett. And I like Jeff Jarrett. I love the slap nuts thing. Jeff Jarrett's end of WWE run. Jeff Jarrett's WCW run I enjoyed. The problem is there's a stigma with Jeff Jarrett. And the stigma is, if you look at the end of WCW, lots of Jeff Jarrett. Is that his fault? Probably not. If you look at the end or the the end of the days of TNA into Impact Wrestling, it's a lot of Jeff Jarrett. Is that all his fault? Probably not. But it's not necessarily, I think, the best look considering what's going on. And I think Jeff Jarrett being part of the company is a good idea because Jeff Jarrett has a lot to teach everybody. I don't know what Jeff Jarrett's got left in the ring necessarily, but I don't know, man. And then he's going after taking shots at Braun Strowman, you know, in his red skinny jeans. And like, that's, that's cool. Like, that's fine. It's just, they've got a whole lot of madness going on. And, and they just seem to be continuously trying to book for themselves instead of trying to book a show that's going to make money. And, and that's the thing I don't get, you know, these little personalized matches like, oh, you know, remember this guy and this guy used to be friends and this like eight years ago, let's go run this. But like, I don't care. I don't know why they do these things. It makes my head hurt. But look, Jeff Jarrett's there, like it or not. Do I care about Jeff Jarrett and Sting? No, because this is not 2015 and, and this is not 2012. And this is not, uh, to be honest, this is not 2001. Okay? Like, you can go back 20-something years. Like, I just don't care. It's over. It's done. Now, we've got full gear coming up, so let's review the card here. That's coming up this weekend. Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. 
I mean, a world where Jack Perry can beat the monster of Luchasaurus is a comical one, but you know what's going to happen because they love Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus is just there taking up space. Then you got Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen. So you get the old farts with some of the, uh, with Jay Lethal and Darby Allen basically around it. I mean, I like Jay Lethal. I like Darby Allen for what he is. Fine. Uh, You're also getting Soraya and Britt Baker. Now, Soraya was cleared to wrestle, which is great. There's only a handful of people, if I was Soraya, that I would want to wrestle in AEW. One of them would be Britt Baker. One would be Tony Storm. Uh, and the other would be Jamie Hayter. I think those are the three women that you could say, yeah, those three women I definitely want to work with. I will come out of there good for it, and I will come out of there in one piece. Uh, so it'll be fascinating to see what Soraya has in the tank. She hasn't been doing this in a very long time. Uh, the promo stuff with the two of them was really good in the ring last week. You know, you really felt the Soraya vibe there. She was really... You know, you, you felt all that was real. My problem is it just, you know, it doesn't feel right because it's like WWE was her home. That was her spot. And, you know, you want the triumphant return to be there. Like it, it just it kind of loses a little bit of that luster because, you know, that was her spot. She was a big part of that women's revolution and changing things. And hey, look, I get it. Maybe she was just over it. She was done with the machine. She who knows? At the end of the day, she's an AW. So, yeah, that's something worth watching. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. I don't think we're going to take the belt off Jade Cargill, but okay, sure. Uh, then we have Chris Jericho versus Daniel Bryan, excuse me, Brian Danielson, versus Claudio Casagnoli versus Sammy Guevara. So a four-way match for the Ring of Honor World Championship, which I can only assume Chris Jericho is going to end up pinning Sammy Guevara, and then we'll run that program. I think that's the next thing to do, because that's the only thing that makes sense here. Because Chris Jericho pitting Brian Danielson or Claudio Castagnoli makes no sense. You want to talk about killing something there. That's the way to do it. Um, and I think maybe say, I mean, look, if you ask me who should be Ring of Honor World Champion, it should be Brian Danielson. Like, that's the way he should be going out in this final run. They have botched Brian Danielson so badly. And he was so good when he came in, man. When he came out that night in the white t-shirt, with the American Dragon thing, and he was a prick for four weeks to eight weeks it was great he was awesome he was having good matches good promos and then it just faded away it just faded into nothing Ugh. i'd like to see brian danielson and claudio casagnoli go head to head to the stupid black bull combat club thing they're all in everything gets way more confusing and they have a million factions and then they book themselves into corners because they have too many factions so they don't have enough people free to do the matches they need to do Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. This should be good. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, why she's still interim women's champion, I'll have no idea. Thunder Rosa is uh, whatever. I don't get it. Uh, Ethan Page versus, or um, or Bandito versus TBD. <laughs> I guess is what we're getting right now. So we'll find out more tonight about that. The Acclaimed with Billy Gunn versus Swerve in Our Glory. We'll get the rematch here. Uh, and I believe the Acclaimed will win. We'll get the swerve keith lee break up and we'll run that program we'll see if they can make keith lee and swerve feel like big stars it's a big opportunity swerve is a star keith lee i think unfortunately is you know keith lee being a little older he had a window and i think his the failure to launch him in wwe and then him signing a long-term contract in AEW. i just don't know if it's ever going to get there uh i will say though it was great to see mia yim back it was a prediction of mine that she would be the woman to be added into the uh, the OC, and she was, and that's good because now you have somebody to go up against Rhea. You have all these 
these tag teams with a, a woman or a faction with a woman in every, I like this in WWE where every faction is multifaceted. You've got men and women all together. I like this. It's good. It's good for business. It, it helps finishes. It helps coming up with clever bookings. It helps give you different ways to do stuff. It's good. I like this. This is a very positive thing. Uh, I think in WWE, you see them really pushing this envelope, which is really smart. You don't see that in a lot of spots, you know, and they're women wrestlers. They're not like women managers. Even Zelina was more of a manager. She can wrestle too. So it's, it's not just like a valet. It's not you know, any of that stuff. It's an actual wrestler, which is really cool. So I'm kind of curious what we're going to do with that. Cause it feels like it's going to be some sort of tournament for something. And that could be fun too. Maybe they'll do a trio thing. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, I would hope they don't, but I just want them to, Again, let's go to WrestleMania. Let's take all the belts off the bloodline. Let's have the end of the bloodline story come to an end. Then we can start running a tag team division and do some fun stuff. And then, of course, you get John Moxley versus MJF. And I know everybody thinks it's going to be the MJF win. Uh, nobody wants MJF to be champ more than me. My prediction is John Moxley wins. And here's why. There's been no buildup for this match. This match is only happening because of the... CM Punk nonsense that went on. So the injury of CM Punk opened up this door more than even the nonsense because the injury is the injury, right? So you have John Moxley and now we've thrown in and it feels forced. MJF and Moxley feels forced. There's no buildup. There's no real heat here at all. I just, I, I don't get this. I don't get this at all. I think it's a weird time to do it. I think it's desperate. And I think if they do put the belt on MJF, it's Tony Khan grasping at straws, trying to say, hey, everybody, look, look, look. I think what you get potentially is Kenny Omega maybe screwing MJF out of this or whatever it is. I don't know if something's going to happen here with the Bucks and the Elite there or whatever. I don't know how they're working themselves in here. We shall see. Um, but, you know, look, it's just... It's not the right time to put the belt on MJF. And I don't like the idea. You know, nothing is ruining MJF more than making him somebody you want to root for. Like, I root for him, but he's awful. I want him to always be awful. And he doesn't feel awful. You feel like this weird underdog right now. It's just nothing. It's bad. It's bad. It's forced. It's no good. I don't like it. Britt Baker, Soraya. That's interesting to me. Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter. The four-way match has potential. There are some good people in this match for the Ring of Honor World Championship. I just, the whole, you know, am I watching AEW? Am I watching Ring of Honor? I don't know. I'm confused. Let's continue on here. Stone Cold Steve Austin apparently is training for another match. And I know people have said everything from Brock Lesnar to CM Punk. The Punk one, I actually like. I don't want him to fight Roman Reigns. I want Roman Reigns and I want Cody Rhodes. I want it to feel special. I don't want Roman Reigns in The Rock. Rock and Austin, I actually don't mind one more time if the old guys want to go give it one more go. But I don't know, man. I kind of feel like we should probably just do Steve Austin and, you know, somebody who can really help carry him for the 10 to 15 minutes that he might be able to go. And uh, Steve Austin's one of the all-time greats, man. He's in Mount Rushmore, locked in, ready to go. Uh, love Stone Cold, love what he's done, you know, but he's 57 years old, <laughs> you know, he'll be 58 pretty soon in a couple weeks. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, as long as it's not boom, boom, Colt Cabana, I'm happy to see Stone Cold fight pretty much anybody, but I'd love to see him punk one. That would be fun. 
that would be just just rub everybody's noses and say, look, this is what you do with real stars. So that'd be fun. Speaking of real stars, by the way, Nick Aldis is out of NWA. He announced that he was going to leave and then they suspended him. And apparently there was some hoo-ha with Mickey James and they weren't going to do the Empower show again. And that was a fallout there. And I don't know, I don't know, a lot of nonsense in politics. And at the end of the day, they put the belt on Tyrus, I guess. So there you have it. But hey, you know what? Nick Aldis is a star. I like Nick Aldis going back to the Impact days. I always felt like he carries himself very well. I think he is somebody that if there's anybody built for WWE with a look and the way he carries himself, I think Nick Aldis is that guy. Love to see Nick Aldis and, and Gunter, Nick Aldis and Seth Rollins. Like there's a lot of like Nick Aldis to me feels like a fantastic intercontinental champion. So I'd like to see him get into that realm if possible. That would be terrific. And maybe it's a way to get Mickey James back too, which I think would be great because that women's division really building up women's tag team could certainly use some more women in there, you know, and, and you've really been building it back. It's been great to have Mia back. You get Candice back. You get Dakota back. EO's there. It's really good. It's going in the right direction. Emma's back. I like the investment that WWE is making in the women's division. And... You know, AEW's made a smart, big investment in Soraya. Hopefully she can go. But Nick Aldis, ironically, I think he's his contract's up at the end of the year, which wouldn't you know it, that puts him in a perfect spot for the Royal Rumble. That would be a fun debut for Nick Aldis at the Royal Rumble. We shall see. But I don't think, I don't think he's going, I'll tell you this. If he went to Impact, it wouldn't shock me because they could use a big star. And maybe he doesn't want to ever do WWE. Maybe that's not his deal. But I think, Triple H is going to look at him. And I think Triple H is going to look at Matt Cardona in 2023 too. He's done some good work and he will be Matt Cardona. If indeed he comes back, I'm telling you right now that is going to happen. Uh, so we shall see about that. Um, then you've also got some of the stuff going on. People saying about Sasha Banks leaving and Sasha Banks is going to AEW. If she does, that is the biggest mistake she's made in her career. I mean, to go from WWE money, WWE fame, to AEW, she's better off just going into acting and doing more movies and stuff like that. Like that's that's what you do. Uh, I just don't, don't get that at all. So we'll see we'll see what happens with that. But to me, what you absolutely do is you bring her back at Survivor Series because I think that you see these spots open. They got to fill these spots. So who are these spots? We don't know. We'll find out. By the way, I'd love to see CM Punk in WWE so we get CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. Wouldn't that be fun? Ooh yeah, Uda Lolly, let's do that. So there you go. You've got uh, a really fun crown jewel end. You've got hopefully what could be a an overperforming AEW full gear. We'll see if indeed MJF is the champ. I don't know. I just don't feel like it's going in that direction. And I don't think it should right now. It just doesn't feel right. It feels like we're just doing it to do it. That's not a good idea. And I love MJF. And I want to see him be champion. But there's just no... Heat on it right now. Ugh, it's terrible. It's frustrating. The heat is with Kenny Omega. The heat is with CM Punk. That's where the heat is, but we're not getting that. So is this going to fill the void? I don't know. We'll see how I feel on Monday after it all goes down. Don't forget, everybody, subscribe to In This Ring wherever you get your pods. And, of course, follow us on social media and In This Ring on Twitter and at JoePizzaPia17. And that's the bottom line, because Joe P said so. Boom, boom.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.